The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Let me start with a Smart Moves tip. Keep in mind that one size doesn't fit all. Some people like their eggs poached or scrambled or soft-boiled. Others prefer an omelet or a quiche. A cardinal rule of employee satisfaction is that different people have different needs. A paycheck may help people get to sleep at night, but it's not what gets them going in the morning. In other words, it's more than money. In a recent Gallup poll, an alarming 70% of American employees aren't working to their full potential, and that's slowing economic growth. To help us tackle this problem are my two guests today, Dr. Doug McKinley, the co-author of Go Positive, Lead to Engage, an employee engagement book and training program, and Candy Adai, a board-certified coach and certified small business advisor who works internationally with both individuals and corporate groups. They will offer a new perspective on how our attitudes, benefits, and behaviors can create a work environment that either fosters engaged employees or contributes to employees' lack of engagement and their commitment to the job and the organization. Also, you will hear nine powerful principles to improve performance, employee satisfaction, and talent retention. And as a bonus, listeners, there will be a coaching demonstration, the first for the business edge. Welcome, Doug and Candia. I'm so pleased to have you on the program today to share your wisdom on such a relevant topic. Well, thanks, Marcia. Thanks for inviting us. Well, Doug, let's start with you. Um, I have a basic question. Employee engagement has become a buzzword over the last several years. What is employee engagement? Yeah, it really has, Marcia. It's, it's been incredible to see uh, all the attention and around this topic. You know, most simply put, uh, if you think about uh, employee A in 
why they might perform better than employee B, given all things are equal or the same, talent, opportunity, and time. It seems to us that the definition or a good working definition of the engaged employee is the degree to which people actively self-manage in their work. Mm-hmm. What, is the, what is the X factor of how a particular employee uh, uses their discretionary time that controls their performance. So basically, what do they do with their discretionary time and and is, if it's uh, fully devoted to corporate agenda and making the improvements, then we see a higher performing employee if it's to place you know play scrabble on the internet or something they they seem to be more uh, less organizational pursuits. Well, you know, you've described the engaged employee, and it's how that employee uses his or her discretionary time to forward the goals uh, of that team or that um, business unit or organization. But let's look at it another way. What is a disengaged employee, and how common is it? Well, uh, that's a great question. It's about 55% of our workforce, according to the Gallup polls, and they've been, they've been uh, studying this for over a decade now. And so it's the majority of our workforce, and essentially a, a disengaged employee is somebody who, um, you know, it, it's that, that person that seems to just kind of get through the day. They have a checklist in mind of the minimal requirements to keep my job, and they uh, go about um, doing the least amount of work that gets them the greatest return on their investment. And they're the kind of people that say, I can't wait to get home so I can start my life. And right. it's a really unfortunate, uh, apathetic position that a, a lot of employees find themselves in. Yes, and I know um, we could all see people at work that are just like that. They do the minimum, and, and where they get their goodies, as I say, is, is outside of work. Um, also, Doug, why is employee engagement important to us as organization leaders, as organization and business leaders? Well, just frankly put, it's about getting the return on investment. If I, as an employer or a leader of a team, um, have disengaged employees, I'm just getting an inferior output of productivity and probably uh, quality of work. And so we we know that through the research of Gallup and uh, many other research organizations that Employees that are fully engaged are giving us, you know, double-digit performance enhancements. They're just giving us so much more. And then not to mention the creativity and innovation that can happen. So it's, it's a bottom-line deal. It's, it's costing organizations billions of dollars worldwide on uh, the lack of engagement. So uh, very important. Right. And as you said, it's uh, an engaged employee. You're tapping into that person's creativity, innovation, productivity, um, and it's taking the organization uh, to probably that next level. Um, Candia, let me ask you a couple of questions here. Uh, what can it do for the individual employee if our boss um, isn't doing a good job of fostering our engagement. What can an individual employee do to be more engaged? Well, you know, Marcia, what what being fully engaged can do for us as individuals is simply mm-hmm. to make us happier, more satisfied human beings, and that's what we mean by employee satisfaction. So there's definitely something in it for us as individuals. 
And if we're not getting the support we want from, from our boss, we have to remember that uh, as individuals, we ultimately have to accept the responsibility for our own happiness and fulfillment, and that means we have to own our lives and owning our jobs. Keep in mind that even if we can only identify one or two of our job tasks that we like or we enjoy doing, that still means there's going to be a cu- one or two opportunities there for us to become more fully engaged. And if our boss isn't fostering our engagement, I suggest that we get up the courage to have a courageous conversation with our boss and ask her how we can do better. And we can start with a question like this. How can I make a bigger contribution to the organization or how can I make a bigger contribution to your team and then try moving the conversation to how your boss can support you and your efforts? In other words, we're going to learn how to coach upward. So you're saying that, I think a couple things, that um, that the employee has a responsibility for this and that um, to find a way to um, talk to their boss through a courageous conversation um, about how they can make the how they can make a better contribution. Um, And, you know, that sounds great. (laughs) But what happens if a boss says, just do your job? Um, How do you deal with something like that? Just do your job. Well, that's a bit of a turndown, isn't it? Yes. My suspicion is that if we could lead with questions about how can I support you better, boss, that we're on, and maybe the answer will be just do your job. And if it is something like that, then I suggest maybe find somebody else in the work group or perhaps your boss's boss and go to them. I mean, you do have to be courageous in situations like this. And again, you know, using good um, questions often can be more appropriate and elicit a more positive response than telling them uh, what you want to do. So I think it's our approach can make a big difference. Right. Um, So, Doug, now I'm going to come back to you. And I've read that some employee engagement programs are based on the principles of positive psychology. You're a psychologist, Doug. Can you say a little bit about positive psychology? Maybe tell us something about how positive psychology differs from the traditional views of psychology many of us hold? Yeah, I'd love to. It's uh a big change, a big shift in the world of psychology. It's been happening over the past two decades. And just simply put, Marcia, it really is a shift from uh, what's called problem psychology, meaning uh, we, we seek to find out what's wrong with um, employees and try to fix it versus um, positive psychology, which looks to see the person as a whole person, creative, self-directed, and curious, and we want to just unlo- unleash their possibilities. And so positive psychology, just it changes the paradigm. We're starting from a position of significance and power and creativity, assuming that, and then unleashing that in each employee, where problem psychology has historically been typically how we work in the workplace and, frankly, many other institutions in our world, schools, politics, and so forth. So big shift, um, lots of really cool research coming out and really helping us understand why we we get so discouraged at work and what we can do differently. So it's fun. 
<laughs> so it's really it's moving from discouraging employees by looking at their right. what they're doing wrong to encouraging employees to focusing on what they're doing right. Is that sort of what you're talking about? In its simplest terms, that's exactly what it is. I mean, none of us, you know, want to be hit by a newspaper. We'd all rather get a biscuit, right? So we just we <laughs> want to know what we're doing well and build from that 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 platform. And it's it's just been uh, unfortunate. Um, how we've built our reinforcement and development programs in the workplace. It's, it's been based on myths and misunderstandings of human motivation. And we're now learning. We're just such an evolving uh, humanity. It's just a very exciting time to be working and, and developing people, and, and certainly in the field that Candy and I work in. So, yep, big shift. Big shift. Well, on that note... Um, on that positive note, let me say, about positive psychology, it's time for a short break. This is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, taking the growing pains out of growth on Voice America's business channel. When we return, my guests, Dr. Doug McKinley and Candy Adai, will continue talking uh, to us uh, about employee engagement, what you need to know. Stay tuned. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. 
Welcome, listeners. This is Marcia Zotto, your Smart Moves Coach. And today's guests are Dr. Doug McKinley and Candy Adai talking about a really important topic uh, today, which is employee engagement, what you need to know. Um, according to Doug, 55% of uh, employees today, and that was by the Gallup poll, are not fully engaged in the work. And that has a great impact on productivity, creativity, and innovation. So what we're looking at is how to bring employees back to being engaged, to fully use their talents and their um, uh, uh, enthusiasm. So, Doug... Um, you know, this is a perfect question. Can everyone be engaged? I really believe that's true. Uh, some of my, uh, some of my contemporaries, this is a controversial topic, but I do. I actually, I believe that all of us are born curious and self-directed. We want to progress and we want to con- make a contribution to the world and we're curious. We start as young children curious and unfortunately school and and home life and, and, and our first job and that whole, that whole introduction sometimes dampers our, our sense of confidence about that. But yes, I think everybody can be engaged in their in things that excite them and make their heart dance. Absolutely. Okay. Candia, do you have any comments about that? You know, I certainly you know, agree with Doug. And I think it has to do with our, how we approach this. Our attitude can start first. And if, our, if we can't shift our attitude right away, we can try changing a couple, even one behavior. And more than likely, the attitude will follow. The shift in our attitude will follow. Sort of like the concept of act like you're, gonna, like you're happy and then you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, and, and then also, you know, a corollary to that is, can we move, motivate others to be engaged? Really, the answer, the, the, the technical answer to that is absolutely not. Um, there's, a, there's a myth out there that we can motivate others, we can inspire others, and <laughs> just, to be, just to be very clear, that happens from, the, from each of us individually. We all have that choice. And it's a wonderful blessing to have that choice, but it's also a you know our responsibility. So, although we can't motivate others to be fully engaged, we certainly can create an environment where choosing to be engaged is uh, a, an optimal choice. And so, I think of us managers and leaders as more as gardeners mm. <laughs> of that process. We need to need to understand our people and understand what their needs, how much sunlight, how much water, what the soil conditions are so that our leaders and our, our employees can grow how they were meant to grow. But the ultimate responsibility lands um, on the employee themselves, and Candy already referenced that very eloquently, that it's a choice that we have to, we have to engage in. And, you know, I'd like to add a statement by one of the thought leaders that both Doug and I like a lot, uh, Daniel White, who wrote the book on coaching leaders, he says that the goal of leadership is to inspire and guide the efforts of other others by creating an environment in which they can become motivated. Still, the, the choice is on the, the individual, but it creates an, an we as leaders can create an environment that can motivate and inspire others. 
And I totally agree with that because it's not an either or, it's both. The leaders have a responsibility and the individual has a responsibility. Um, and that leads us to that, the next question. S- some may think of employee engagement as primarily a human resource project or concern. <laughs> you know, sure. give it to the human resource department. Uh, why do executives need to bother with employee engagement? Yeah, that, that's not only, that's just not true. Um, there's a lot of HR, uh, wonderful HR executives that carry that burden. Uh, the reality is the relationship between the supervisor and the employee is the most critical relationship. So number one, most of your return on investment engagement is going to be become between um, supervisor and employee. So that's, that's really the sweet spot. And I think the sooner that executives get on board on this, Everyone knows that executives need to be great at casting visions, set direction, encourage hope. Those are all um, strategic competencies to create engagement. So they know it, they read it in the books, and they just need to understand that it's, that the whole organization needs to create a culture of engagement, and it starts at the top because we all know that we don't, that the, the top of the organization, the, be, the behavioral um, characteristics of the executive team, the leaders of an organization, tend to build uh, what the culture actually is, despite what you see on the wall. The behaviors of the leadership team of any organization creates the culture. So they really do set the tone for um, employee engagement, hands down. And, you know, I would say, too, that as Doug said, this means that the organizational vision and mission needs to be far more than a plaque on the wall. And we've all mm-hmm. seen it. We've all been mm-hmm. there, and we all see that. It means that each department, each team, each individual employee can read that organizational vision and then create a departmental vision, a team vision, an individual vision that contributes both to the organization's vision and supports um, making it meaningful for our particular work environment. And I think that's key. You know, take that organizational vision and apply it to the work we do. And it's more than a vision, right, Candy? It's the actual behaviors. It's what I see you doing when nobody's looking. <laughs> what I see you <laughs> mm-hmm. doing when you don't think I notice. Those, mm-hmm. those embedded behaviors and patterns are what employees are looking for from, from their leaders. You know, the number one characteristic all employees want in their leader is honesty and trust. And so if we can't believe that you are what the plaque says, we start to lose confidence. Um, wonderful insights. And I'd, I'd like to move on um, to uh, Candia. Um, what can organizations do to ensure that their organization is addressing employee engagement. I mean, you know, what are some specific tips that you can give us? Yeah, I kind of, you know, it goes back to that statement uh, that Daniel, that I read um, that Daniel White made. It's uh, Daniel White made. It's about creating an environment. And Doug and his co-authors, co-authors of Go, Go Positive, Lead to Engage, have identified nine principles that contribute uh, to employee engagement. And we can look at these as action steps also, action steps that can guide us in creating an engaged workforce or action steps that we can consider for ourselves as individuals. So I'm going to name these nine, uh, nine principles, just really quickly touch on them. Some of them we've, 
we've spoken to as part of the, uh, the interview earlier today, and we will continue to talk about. But let me just name those really quickly. And by the way, Marcia, I'm going to make this available to your listeners as a handout so we can let folks know at the end of the program today how they can let us know that they'd like to have a copy of these nine principles with some uh, description around it, as well as the Gallup study and a few other of the studies that, I've, that Doug and I referenced today. So starting with the nine Go Positive principles, number one is know your angles, have self-knowledge. Understand that there are four windows from which we can see ourselves. Be aware of all four of these perspectives. Number two is own it. Be an owner, not a renter. Operate with the belief that you can and do make a difference in your world. Number three, let it go. Don't allow, uh, we should not allow ourselves to be defined by our past. We have to accept that we already have value. Number four, dust off your duties. Accept the reality that we are paid for our work, that we can't just do our own thing, that our obligation is ultimately to, uh, to do the work that we are paid to do. Number five, be willing and eager to point ourselves and others to concepts and visions that are bigger than what they comprehend today. And that's a key element in coaching. So we'll, we'll be kind of demonstrating that a little bit today. Number six, what you permit, you promote. So don't nurture negative thoughts. They choke out our dreams. Mm. Mm. Number seven, know your people. Understand and reinforce the work habits and motivators of those you work with and always be willing to affirm the very best in them. Number eight, grow your groupies. If we start with a thought, who can replace me? will be more likely to remember to develop support and mentor others in a very positive way. And number nine, boost your boss. Have a mutually engaging relationship with your boss. It will help you, it will help your team, and it helps your boss stay excited, excited about being your leader. So one thing I do, I'm going to ask Doug to Give us a brief description, Doug, or explanation around what we mean by know your angles, the Johari window. Well, before you do, I just want to let you know that you have about two minutes left. So you decide how you want to to do that. I understand. So maybe you want to just say a little bit about the Johari window and then move on. Say that really quickly, Doug. Sure. Well, really, the beginning of all engagement starts with self awareness. And so what Candia pointed out to is our number one principle of the nine, that you, there really are, there are different stories about you. The one that you're most familiar with is the story that's going on inside of your head, how you see yourself. But there are also other perspectives, how others see you. There's also the parts of you that are hidden that you're uncomfortable with. And then there's your potential. So it, it really is all about um, developing the practice um, of and the discipline of remaining self-aware. And so the Johari window is the tool that's informed us for three or four decades now to give us a way of thinking about self-awareness. But it, self-awareness has always been and remains the, the entry point for all development. Okay. And um, uh, uh, Candia, um, in your work, what kind of tools or techniques do you both use to address engagement or disengagement? And you have about um, 30 seconds or a little more than that just to touch on that. 
Um, well, my work in leadership is primarily focused around training and coaching. Oftentimes, I'm helping my clients learn coaching skills and helping mm-hmm. them identify opportunities for integrating a coaching approach into their work environment. So either a coaching approach with their direct reports, their peers, or even learning to coach upwards within the organization to folks at, at a higher level than themselves. So primarily, I'm involved with leadership, coaching, and training. Great, great. Well, I must say those nine principles were just wonderful. I wish we had more time to go into them. I have my favorites. I believe that probably some listeners have those favorites. But now it's time for a short break. This is Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves coach. You're listening to The Business Edge, taking the growing pains out of growth on Voice America's business channel. When we return, Dr. Doug McKinley and Candia Dye will be talking more about employee engagement. But listeners, we have a special bonus. There is going to be a coaching demonstration, so stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at SmartMovesCoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back 
Listeners, this is Marcia Zottel, your Smart Moves Coach, and my guests today are Dr. Doug McKinley and Candy Adai, and we're talking about employee engagement, what you need to know. And at this point, we're going to have a, a, a new thing on the business edge, a coaching demonstration. So, Candia, take it away. Yeah, Marcia, we've been talking about how organizations, teams, and individuals want to start looking for opportunities to adopt a coaching approach within their within their culture, and find opp- uh, opportunities to interact with one another in a more coach-like manner. So I want to uh, quote from uh, a white paper on employee enge- engagement published by the Center for Creative Leadership. They make this statement, and I'm quoting here, to keep engagement high, organizations need to focus on helping each and every manager at each and every level learn how to be a good coach, give effective feedback, and provide enough direction without micromanaging. Those are the, the skills that leaders can and need to learn at every, at every level. So, you know, that's why we wanted to bring uh, your listeners a brief demonstration of coaching today so, when we, so that when we refer to coaching, they'll know what we're, what we're referring to. And I want to preface this by confirming to everyone that Doug and I follow the ethical standards of coaching uh, established by the International Coach Federation. So coaching sessions are always confidential. In this case today, we um, have gotten the permission of Ray, who's going to be our client today, to air and record his coaching session. So we have uh, our client's permission. In the interest of anonymity, we will only use his first name. So Doug is going to be coaching Ray today for a few minutes around a topic that is relevant for Ray's growth and change. So, Doug, it's all yours. Hey, Ray, what's up? Hey, Doug, great to be here. Great to be here with you on the Business Edge today. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know how I'm going to start because this is how we do it all the time, and that is just tell me what you want uh, regarding uh, being in your clients and you're, you're a mentor and a coach yourself and you work with really cool and talented people. What is it that you want in terms of them being engaged with the work with you? So, Doug, as you know, I'm, a, um, I'm in ministry. Um, and as a minister, I'm trained on how to help people uh, better their life spiritually. But what I'm finding as a minister is even though I've been trained on how to do that, I haven't been necessarily trained on how to practically help people do life. And so I really want uh, my coaching to help bridge the gap between the spiritual matters and practical everyday steps on how to get people from A to B and kind of merge the two to be a more effective uh, coach to help people uh, engage in life. So one of the things that's unique about your work is you're passionate about engagement being around that that connection between spirit life and everyday uh, work life. Um, that's Absolutely. pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So when you think, you heard us talk today about the idea that you can't motivate somebody else. So if you embrace that, what do you want from them? What are you hoping will happen in terms of bridging that gap? What do you what would you like to see happen, and, and what can you do differently? You know, I really like for, and particularly uh, some of the athletes I work with, some of the business people I work with, um, for their identity to shift. 
um, so many times our identity, Doug, as you know, is important, and it's based on what we do. But I want that to shift into actually them really identifying who they are, and then from there, if they can understand who they are, I'm hoping they can understand their purpose, and then we can craft some type of comprehensive plan around what they need to be wrapping their life around in this next season or whatever place that they find themselves in currently. So that what you see, the ben- what, how, the way you think that will benefit you if you can get them to shift their identity is it will connect them to their purpose and a different way of seeing themselves? How do you think it's going to benefit them if they shift their identity? I'm sorry, say that one more time. How do you think this is going to benefit your clients if they shift their identity? I heard you say purpose. What else? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll see themselves differently. Um, I think they won't define themselves uh, or put themselves in a box, per se. I think if their identity shifts, I think they'll begin to realize that there's a whole lot more to them than, than this just one thing that they used to do, but there's a plethora of things that they were wired and designed to do. And, they can, and if they can find their own unique design, I think that's, uh, for lack of a better word, the sweet spot that they need to be operating in. Mm-hmm. So how do you think you'll know if a client's making that identity shift? What will it look like? That's a great question. I think... Um, once they find that sweet spot, um, I think initially even in um, our consultation, there will be kind of an, an excitement and enthusiasm uh, that I will immediately notice among them. I think um, they'll begin speaking differently. I think uh, there'll be some action around um, or some behavior changes um, around some of the things that they were doing versus uh, what they find themselves doing now, um, I think there'll actually be uh, a shift, not only in mentality but also uh, in mood, and that'll ultimately, hopefully, uh, manifest in some sort of different path that they've merged for themselves. So we got excitement, enthusiasm. Um, there'll be action, mm-hmm. and their mood will shift, and they'll begin to to walk a different path. I mean, those are those are great um, indicators that something very unique is happening. So, all right, so let's let's uh, because we have a, a a shorter time than we normally would, Ray. Let's talk about what do you think is the the one thing that you need to do differently um, that you've thought of or not thought of that starting tomorrow or today that would what would bring the best um, likelihood that you can um, create this kind of engagement an identity shift what's the one thing that you need to do differently or more of or less of in your work with people all right before you answer that you've done about five minutes so let's do another 30 seconds to one minute would that be okay that'd be fantastic okay so just to restate the question, what's one thing you could do differently or more of or less of going forward after this conversation that would would create the the best buzz around this identity shift, Ray? You know, I think me personally, um, more opportunities like this to be coached. Um, I think having going through the process myself, mm-hmm. um, walking through some of these things that we're talking about will put me in position to be able to communicate, hey, these are some of the things that I did. 
um, and it helped shift me. And going through the process myself, I think, will put me in great position to be able to coach somebody else to do exactly the same thing. Yeah, just just dive into a coaching relationship yourself. I think uh, that's great. And this this is really cool stuff. If you can start to begin to make identity shifts with the people you work with, you wouldn't make them if they start making them. I think... Uh, you're really crossing that chasm between the spirit life and the and the public life. That's amazing. Thank you, Ray. Really appreciate, I appreciate it. it, Doug. Thank you so much. We'll keep talking. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, Candia, yeah. why don't you uh, give your your debrief or your um, comments about um, what yeah. just transpired? Just, just a, you know, uh, one point uh, I'd like to bring out here is one of the key elements of being uh, of do, of doing coaching of being a great coach is asking powerful questions. So that's what you were hearing here. Mm-hmm. Doug was asking some what we consider powerful questions and doing some great listening and and many times reframing it back to uh to Ray. So uh let me ask you this, Ray, are you still on? I am, yes. What question? He was at, Doug asked you a number of questions. Is could you name one question that seemed to impact you the most? Yeah, the last question, uh, what is it that I need to do differently um, that will begin that process of seeing what I wanted to see in my clients? What What is it that I need to do to make sure that that begins to happen? What do I need to start doing or stop doing? That was a very, very powerful question, which had me doing some very uh, serious introspective thinking. Right. So wh- what it did was... Um, kind of put you in a position to where you needed to name a next step that you could take yeah. that would help you, uh, you know, that you could feel like you could be ready to take right now or very soon uh, as a result of the coaching. And that's kind of what, that's the progression of what coaching does. It, it moves um, uh, your, the person you're speaking to from one point to another. So just that's just a quick little debrief there of our client. Doug, what comments would you like to make? And we have about two minutes uh, before the break. So, okay, so Doug. what comments would you like to make, Doug, regarding the coaching session? I just love coaching, and I think I just, I just sense that you can hear it in Ray's voice that he's excited about this and he's seeking out some uh, some different resources in order how to do it well. So I'm I'm very proud to be a part of the innovation of coaching conversations, and I think if we all got better at the, t- the two things you mentioned, just think if we were all better listeners and we asked more relevant um, Socratic-type questions, it would be an amazing uh, p- p- culture of reflection, innovation, creativity. I just, I just am excited about it. Thank you, Ray, for sharing that with me. You know, I, there's a statement by Peter Singh, uh, Singy that really stands out for me, and I preface this to all my leadership coaching students, and that statement is that the leader of the past knew how to tell, and the leader of the future will know how to ask. Hmm. Can you repeat that again? That's such a wonderful phrase. The leader uh, of the past knew how to tell... And the leader the, the of the is, the statement is the leader of the past knew how to tell, the leader of the future will know how to ask. Oh, wow. And I, pre- I as soon as I begin teaching um, a, a course that I teach in leadership coaching, I start with that because I want them to see the shift in being using an uh, an old management style of telling people what to do to shift to learn how to ask people what to do. 
And what that does, Marcia, is that the engagement that Ray's going to have of him unlocking something he knows to be true is going to be exponentially higher than if I, as a psychologist, said, Ray, you might want to consider this, or you should try that. Yeah. Right. Just, or me as a consultant. Silly. Or me as a consultant. Yes. They say, how do I fix this? And I say, well, this is what you got to do. It's not theirs. Yeah. Well, on that note... Uh, I'm, I'm just enthralled by both of you. It's been a wonderful coaching demonstration. They are, you are great uh, coaches, but we need to move on. Uh, it's time for a short break. Uh, this is Marsha Zotto, your Smart Moose coach, and you're listening to The Business Edge on Voice America Business Channel. We'll return. Stay tuned. Thank you. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, my guests today are Dr. Doug McKinley and Candia Dye talking about employee engagement, what you need to know. Uh, so, uh, Candia, what are some closing suggestions you can give us about employee engagement or coaching? You know, I would say just be re- ready and willing to make at least one change in your life, in your behavior at work, and maybe... Uh, one or two accountability partners that can support your progress along the way. 
Okay. And uh, can you point to any resources for those who want to learn more about employee engagement and coaching in organizations? Yeah, there are so many great resources. Doug and I teach a leadership coach training program at Accelero. And, uh, and a couple of the books that we use are Strengths-Based Leadership, The Coaching Leaders Book by Daniel White, and Coaching from the Inside Out by Kevin Cashman. So there's lots of great resources. Uh, I would say visit Accelero.com. And for anybody that's interested in having a package of handouts that we referred to today, please send an email to info at Accelero.com. That's the the um, the letter X C E L L E R O dot com, and we'll be glad to send you a copy of the um, uh, the nine principles and action steps that that uh, that we dis- that we briefly discussed today or touched on today, and several of these the Gallup study and several of the um, the articles uh, that, that I referred to or then, and that Doug referred to. So we have a package of information. Just send us an email at info at com, and put employee engagement handouts in the subject line or in the body of your email. Well, thank you so much, Doug and Candy, especially Candia, who has been one of my great teachers as I've learned <laughs> coaching. Um, really appreciated this and really enjoyed the coaching uh, demonstration. And thank you uh, again. And now we're going to move on to Marsha's musings. What's going on in the world today? Listeners, do you have the right stuff? According to Daniel Goleman in his bestseller, Emotional Intelligence, you find out by getting good, solid, to-the-point feedback from others. My experience with business leaders and entrepreneurs is that they seldom solicit feedback. In fact, many don't see the need for it, or more likely, they feel too busy to take the time for it. But that can get you into trouble. It's time to take your head out of the sand. Realize getting honest, focused feedback from your team or your boss or your customers is important for your success today and for tomorrow. How else can you get better, do better, lead better, live better? Let me introduce you to the SKS tool. It's three questions to ask others that will help you identify the things that keep you stuck in a rut and those that will move you forward in a more productive direction. First, the S stands for stop. What should I stop doing? In other words, what is it that you're doing now that's causing you to be less effective? The K stands for keep. What should I keep doing? These are the things you're doing that are getting you in getting you the right results. The S stands for start. What should I start doing? Those are new things you should begin doing to be more successful. That's the SKS tool. Now what? Think about what you've heard from others. Don't dismiss it. Rather, use it as part of your business or leadership development plan. Here's how. From all the feedback you heard, decide on these three things. First, the keepers. 
things you will continue to do because they lead you to success. Second, the future to-dos, things you will start or stop doing within the next week or next month. Don't postpone that, next week or next month. And then three, the I'll deal with these later, things to put on the back burner. But caution, don't forget them. They are important. So here's a smart moves tip. Many entrepreneurs and business leaders don't get feedback early enough before making some big mistakes. We're more interested in getting to our next project, our next deal, our next whatever, than stepping back to see how we're doing. We also may tell ourselves we should start delegating more or we should take the time to talk with our customers, but our resolves get lost in the activity of daily events. Stop that from happening by seeing feedback as an important part of your leadership and seek it out. If not, you may find yourself no longer a successful leader. Listeners, do you want to get better, do better, lead better, live better? Discover how to use the simple yet powerful X SKS tool. Contact me at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. Next week's program is the Power Formula for LinkedIn Success. Wondering what the buzz is about this thing called LinkedIn? Worried your competitors are using it to gain a competitive advantage? Then get ready to hear from national LinkedIn expert Wayne Breitbart as he shares with you how to promote your business, find new prospects, connect with decision makers, recruit employees, reduce recruiting fees, and discover new markets for your products and services. Tune in Wednesday, July 3rd at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern. Here's a smart moose quote I heard recently that I think you would like. Both optimists and pessimists contribute to our society. The optimist invents the airplane and the pessimist the parachute. To me, this speaks to the value of teamwork and the notion that even those with varying opinions and beliefs can greatly aid a successful effort. We need to engage everyone's talents, brains, and enthusiasm. I'll end with my favorite saying. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly voted, motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Call me now for a free consult at 972-380-9181 or email Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Thank you for listening. Tune in every week 11 a.m. Pacific, 1 Central, 2 Eastern for the Business Edge with Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves ex Executive Coach and Speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. 
In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Remember, leaders, innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. Listen in next week for the Power Formula for LinkedIn Success. Hope you enjoyed the employee engagement. Go out and, and do good work. Make a difference. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 